dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rose. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. Back at it again. You can't make this up podcast. Number 70, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. We back. We up. We out here. Podcast Sunday. Early. 9, what is it? 9.26 a.m. Sunday. And both worked late last night, I'm sure. Exactly. (laughs) Worked late last night. We're doing it for y'all, people. Yeah, man. Don't forget to rate us on uh, iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell your peoples about us, how we doing this thing. 70 episodes in the books, and we just going to keep on going, man. Blessing. Absolutely, man. Um, There's so much things we could talk about that's going on in the country, what's going on in sports. But, uh, you know, both of us are back. From vacay. Yeah. So I figured we started on a light note at least to see if we take it to the to the heavy stuff. But let's at least talk about the fun stuff yeah. first. Maybe we can say the heavy stuff for later or, or a different pod or something right. like that, man. A lot this of heavy how, things going on. This is how the people know we rock with them because we, we both squeezed in family vacays in between <laughs> the pod. Exactly. You can't make this up, yeah. man. We didn't we didn't pre-talk about it. Nah. It was just basically happening organically like yeah. we like things to happen. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? A family vacation for you, a family vacation slash anniversary celebration for me and the wife. Both happen to do it on the same week. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> How how yours go? Man, it went great. It was we went down to Gallenberg and uh it was really our first family vacay. Like me and the wife done took some trips. You know, I traveled to LA whenever I could sneak away, mm-hmm. but like getting the girls out, spending some family time together, like it was our first time and I was really excited to experience that. And what really made it dope is like we had whole days up in the mountains where we had no signal. Dope. So we just unplugged from the social media, unplugged from that. It wasn't no, daddy, let me get the phone so I can do it musically. It was, we out here enjoying this here Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg. Yeah. So that was super dope just to get away. Um, we spent a week out. Shout out to the spot called, it's called the Governor's Resort. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a real family friendly, basic resort, about 15 minutes outside of Gatlinburg. And um, real kid-friendly pools, even for, like, the baby. They had, like, the little, she can crawl around and get the shot of water in the eye if she wasn't <laughs> careful, you know. So they had slides for the kids and sauna for me. So I was <laughs> I was in that sauna all week, probably wore a couple pair of gym shorts and a couple tees all week, just laid out chilling, man. It was a great time. But you DJed the night before, right? So let me tell you all this, man. <laughs> So I got up early Saturday morning for episode 69 of You Can't Make This Up Pod. What up, Sal Smoke? <laughs> he even made it on time. Right. How about that? <laughs> and uh, did the pod, had to rush and get my stuff and uh, get to Cincinnati for a wedding. I thought the wedding was over at 10, but it went over to 12. Uh-huh. So I DJed down there to 12. I had to come all the way home, take all my DJ stuff out back in the storage unit. Pack up the vacation stuff. Mm-hmm. So that took, you know, a couple hours. It was probably about 3 o'clock when I got done. And we were leaving at 6. <laughs> and I'm kind of wired, ready to get on the road. Because I, like, I don't want to sleep for an hour or two and get up. That's going to be, be terrible. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to ride this out. So I stayed up. We left about 6.30 and uh, drove all the way to Gatlinburg. How long is that drive? It was like five and a half. Okay, but, not horrible. No, nah, it ain't too bad. But we... My uh, parents came, so it was nice to, like when I used to be a child, well, used to be, see how tired I am. <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to go to my, uh, Myrtle Beach every year, uh-huh. and uh, I can remember like the CB radios, everybody would have one, we had little funny call names, and that's what the kids did all the yeah. way there. Well, it was like nice to see my child, my uh, step-pop, he got some walkie-talkies, so he's she she's asking everybody for their call names and she's playing with that the whole way there, keeping entertained. Just things I used to do. It's yeah. nice to see that. So we uh took it easy, rest stops and stopped at a few spots that they used to uh camp at and kind of just took it easy getting there. So it made it a longer drive for me right. and I'm 
I'm drinking coffee all the way. But uh, I seen some of the snaps. Yeah, man was like, ah. I'm like, hmm. the navigator sleep, right? Baby sleep. I was gonna let the Otis wife sleep. Let the wife drive. And I'm like, nah, because I'm not a car sleeper. It's not that I have to be in control. It's just when I'm in the car. I just can't really relax to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I might as well just drive and let you relax. Because to be honest, I, I kind of put a lot of the baby on her. Not <laughs> not to be rude, but it's just like I just be, you know, I, I'll take care of the two oldest. You go ahead and get a diaper for me. Appreciate you. So so there'd be a lot of that going on. So I'd make sure when she's tired, she can try to get her rest. And that was a good time for her to read a book, fall asleep, read a book, fall asleep all the way there. So, yeah, I stayed up like 30 plus hours. Ooh. Checked in and they were trying to go do stuff. I'm like, I holla at y'all. I'm about to get in this bed. <laughs> so started started day one trying to get my sleep right because I'm you know slept most of the day when I got there. I'm up all night again. Okay, Siri. Yeah, shouts to Siri. But man, it was it was a, it was like a thirty plus hour awake and and uh, we made it. Yeah. Wife was like, you sure you don't want me to drive? I'm like, nah, we only three hours out. I'm good. You know, we yeah, only two hours man. out. I'm good. So. Well, let me tell you how mine went. <laughs> Much like yourself, I worked the night before I went on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I worked the club on Sunday night. You know, do that old hustle and bustle. You know what I'm saying? Give the people what they want, hanging out, roasting, yeah. doing what we do at the club. <laughs> you know, typical stuff. Hand to the end. Hands in the end. Absolute <laughs> till you get the boot. Amateur night. Seeing a couple of asses shaking a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Some of these amateurs are becoming professionals. Yeah. So I get to the crib. Wifey like, yo, blah, blah, we got to do this in the morning. This, this, this. I got to go to the uh, post office. Stop the mail. Forgot to do that. Did you get oil change? My God. The checklist of checklist. The ultimate checklist. So I get up. Bring the truck back to the station. So we do music on Mondays. Yeah. So like that's like one of the most fun parts of my job is that picking the songs that we play on the radio station. So um, sometimes <laughs> Drake is long with the meeting. Like <laughs> we talk about music. Basically, we talk about music all week. Yeah. Thinking about Monday. But uh, this particular week, you know what I'm saying, with the hustle and bustle of me trying to go on vacay, we really didn't talk about music. So it was basically five days of our short meetings wrapped up into one big Monday meeting about what songs we want to add, what side we want to put the songs in a playlist, and da-da-da-da-da. So like, um, we're going through the music, talking about options, what we should do. And then I started looking at the clock. I'm like, yo, it's 1030, bro. I've been here since 9. I'm about to, uh, you know, it's 11. I'm trying to hit the, get out of here. I got to go get a haircut. Got to this, right. that, and the third. So we zipped through the music. And more importantly than the music that we handled, uh, Club Aces, GP, King of Hype, ATL. Normally, I cut their commercials on Mondays. But normally they don't get there till like two, three o'clock at the station. Now I told them I was like, "Yo, fellas, I got to be- bounce. Right. I'm on a bird. I got to get on this bird. I got <laughs> shit to do." I was like, "I'm on vacay." So he hit me up at like mm, ten forty-five. Like, "Yo, can we still come?" I was like, "Bruh, I'm leaving at eleven. There's no way we're gonna do five commercials in fifteen minutes." <laughs> right. So it's like, oh, that's right, that's right. All right. So I get up out, go get a haircut, hustle and bustle of everything. We get up. On Tuesday morning, because that's when we fly out. But here's the capper. We're flying out of Cincinnati. Mm. And the reason we fly out of Cincinnati, multiple reasons. There's a direct flight. One, yeah. you got to love a direct flight. You got to have that. Two, Especially going to where you were going. Going, going <laughs> to, you got to have a direct yeah. flight. But going there, you had to have a direct flight. And it was like $400 cheaper. So it was like, yo, we got to do it. Drove right in, smooth selling, got up and down on that bird. And it was it was go time from there, man. You didn't have any trouble with the bridge down in Cincinnati? No trouble at yeah. all, man. No troubles, man. My- I, and that's what I was kind of worried about, you know. You know how we normally like you you want to leave at you know four or whatever, but we ended up leaving till four thirty because right. uh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh snap, I got paid this morning. Let me postmark all these bills because I don't want to forget when I get back and then be like, oh, you're overdue or something right. like that. So I'm online like, oh shit, pay this, pay this, pay this. <laughs> Pay this, like, so it was like a last minute thing, cause I'm wheeling my luggage out the door, 
And I'm like, <gasps> she's like, what? I was like, it's payday. She's like, okay, <laughs> okay, that's good. That's right. That's good let's, day, go, right? let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Like, yeah, I forgot to. Uh, we might not have any lights or any cable or da, 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 when we get back. It's like, are you serious? It's like, well, I don't know how much exactly. Well, you don't know how much money you're going to get in your bank account every paycheck. I was like, yeah, but I like to make sure every cent is down to the dollar. So I had to do that. Yeah. But uh, I would say, oh, go ahead. What was your other part of the, uh, the vacation? Because no. I, I got mine broken in segments. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, like, when you when you like leaving, that's the one thing that is like, that's, that's me. Like, I'm like, no, we're not coming back with. X amount of dollars and be struggling until the next mm-hmm. payday. Like we're gonna take care of this first. Yeah, knock this out. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So when we get to Vegas, uh, hot as hell off the rip. <laughs> it's well, you know, I take that back. It's hot, but it's not hot as hell because I've been there uh, in August before where it's one seventeen. The high while we were out there only hit a hundred. Yeah. Right. But uh much like yourself and your family kind of disconnected from the social media, it mm-hmm. was uh it was first of all, she's not heavy in the social media anyway, so it's not a big thing for her. But I made a conscious effort to, you know what I'm saying? Let me put the horn down. Yeah. Let me I took tons of pictures, mm-hmm. but I didn't take tons of pictures and constantly post them. Oh, look what I'm right. doing. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I just was like, you know what? I take them, send them to her mom, send them to my mom, send them to my brother, her sister, and just keep it within the family. And, you know what I'm saying, just, hey, this is what's going on. This is what we're doing. Right. But the uh, thing about it, man, it was so funny. We get there. We uh, get all checked in and everything. We headed to the room. We get stopped by the peoples. Hey, did you get your free gifts? Free gifts. <laughs> I like free. You like free. Right. Let's see what free gifts is. So we get roped in. We yeah. get roped in off the rip. So he hitting us with all the script about, oh, we get you the free show to this. So says, yo, we'll get you a free show to Matt Franco. I give you uh uh $30 in uh restaurant gift cards. I give you a buffet gift card. And I give you something else. I'm like, okay, so what's the catch? It's like, well. <laughs> it's like, well, you guys ever heard of uh, Wyndham? I was like, of course you've heard of Wyndham. So, yeah, I um, want to get you guys to sit down in a presentation. And I was like, how long? It's like, oh, it's about an hour and a half to two hours. And I see the wife's face go. <laughs> so I bite the bullet and say, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> Uh, it was what's the damn thing it's called? Timeshares. Timeshares. Yeah. Yes, it was a timeshare thing. So we go through the timeshare thing, and it was just like the first part was cool, very entertaining. The guy was very high energy, and you know, what I'm saying brought up tons of great points about the benefits benefits of doing it and all this, that, and the third. So we do a tour of the facility. Da, 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 da. We get back. They show us how much. we Off where we knew we weren't going to do it. So yeah. we were doing it to get the free shit. Exactly. So, but this is the crazy part. You know what I'm saying? We had the one lady that was talking to us. You know what I'm saying? After the first initial meeting, before we even go to see the property, I was like, honestly, you know, love it, but we're really not interested in doing it. Um, we don't even got to do the tour, to be honest. We can just <laughs> pack it up and right. hit the road. So this is like, uh, an hour 15. So we like, yo, we trying to go kick it. We trying right. to do our thing. We're like, we'll just go on the tour. So, so we do the tour. This is where it gets good. <laughs> After we get back from the tour, they send over the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Try to reel you yeah. in with the black guy. <laughs> black guy from Detroit. <laughs> so he's in this with all the script, but then he hits us with the, yeah, personally, I don't think are people travel enough anyway, brother? I was just like, <laughs> you really going to hit me with that? Right. You hit me with that script. So he hit me <laughs> with all the script underneath the sun, showing me this much, this much, this down payment, this, this ability. Well, I know, you know what I'm saying? You got $200 a month to, to spend on that. You know what I'm saying? I see you shining. And all this shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, I got on a fucking t-shirt. <laughs> right. Like, you don't see me doing shit in right. Las Vegas. I'm not fresh. <laughs> like, I'm literally fresh off a plane. Exactly. So he hit me with all the scripts. Like, well, is it the down payment? So then he pull out another piece. Like, well, you could do this plan, and it's much lower down payment. And then I'm like, nah, we good. 
So we go to Plan C, super low down payment. Actually sparked my interest. I was like, mm, not bad. But I was like, you know what? And I was like, no, nah, we good. So he was like, all right, well, let me get everything situated. It takes him about 15 minutes to get, get your gifts all situated. So, boom, he takes us to another table. He's like, they're, they're going to get you all squared away. They send over like a pit boss looking guy. Yeah. Hair slick back, big burly guy. <laughs> Come over here. It's like, oh, just want to do a quick survey to see why you guys weren't interested. He going through all the script. So we go through the whole survey, give all their people, which were great. They were excellent. You know what I'm saying? The hospitality, everything they were doing was A1. Love the packages. Prices were a little much for my taste, but right. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So he tries it one more <laughs> time. He comes with the, okay, how about I eliminate? I cut this in half, the down payment costs. So this will make your payments this. Would you still be interested? I was like, man, I'm interested, but it's just not right for us right now. Like I told old girl and I told homeboy and I'm telling you. Yeah. Trying to really iterate like, look, man, I'm done with this shit. Let right. me out this motherfucker. <laughs> right. So until and then he the last go round is like, okay, what if I give you a test run for uh for a year uh on it and uh would you be interested? I was like, man, look, look, man, we're just ready to go. We're just ready to go, man. Like, cause I, I would have did it. Like, say they would have hit me with that er, like uh, two hours ago. Yeah. I would have did it. Right. But like, yo, we've been here four hours, bro. I'm trying to get, four trying hours. to get like, some free tickets. I got shit to do. <laughs> I got shit to do. I'm trying to go kick it, enjoy my vacation. So we finally got unleashed. Yeah. The. Un uncaptivized. <laughs> we got unleashed, man. So we end up getting tickets to a magic show that we wanted, to, that we had planned on going to. Uh, the High Roller, which is that big Ferris wheel that's okay. out there that we had planned on going to. Obviously, we had to eat. Yeah. So we got about three hundred fifteen dollars worth of stuff that we already were going to do. Dope. All we had to do was give up four hours of our lives. Yeah. So people that are headed to Las Vegas, I would I would encourage doing it, but I would encourage. Going early. Yeah. Because, I mean, we got roped in at, like, 2 o'clock. Yeah. So we got out at, like, 6. The Magic Show started at 9. So we had to go rip, go check some shit out, go grab something to eat, come back, get showered up and changed, and head to the Magic Show. Right. So it was like, the day was cool because ultimately we got to do the Magic Show and the High Roller, and then we went out for drinks afterwards. But that four-hour Oh yeah, it was work. The reason why I knew that timeshare so quickly is because the funny story. It's, it's not about this vacay, but when I was uh, first met my wife, a guy I worked with had a timeshare and for Myrtle Beach. I had paid for. I was planning on going with the fellas. Mm -hmm. Fellas backed out. I still had this timeshare. Yeah. So we were like a month into dating, and I'm like, uh, "You want to go to Myrtle Beach?" Hey. And she like, "Yeah." So we go. Out. You a ball, right? <laughs> first month taking you to Myrtle Beach. Ocean view. We Taking was, you places. <laughs> meeting people, right. girl. So we was we, we was uh there and the first morning we got up like nine and did all that. The timeshare tour and all that, cause they knew I was staying in the timeshare. They was trying to rope me in. Man, it took them like two hours, like you say. And uh they had They don't to, quit, bro. Bro, they was digging, just going and going and going. So they finally when we got done, we had like, you know, six things to choose from. Well, we couldn't. We were still like day one in this trip, hadn't really planned it out what we were doing. So we just chose. They had they had a photo option where you could do like like a photo shoot on the beach. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's do the photos. So we got like looks like engagement photos, and, and, and we like a month into dating. So it's cool now though that we've been married almost ten years. You know, that's like the start of kind of the, the the picture that started all this. Right. You know, so it worked out in the end, but. I definitely know how them timeshares go. But you know, in, in Gatlinburg, man, they do that with the, a lot of the Dolly World and Dolly Part and this. Like, mm -hmm. it's a lot of those Ripley's out there. The uh, Guinness Book of World Records got a, got a little thing out there. So they have all these people in Walmart when you walk in out there, like the Vegas people slapping cars, <laughs> like, hey, you want these tickets? I'm like, y'all digging in at Walmart? Like, man, shit. they don't stop, man. Right they by the carts. Like, they right when you walk in. Like, and the bad <laughs> part about it, they're posted up right by the elevators. So you got to pass them every exactly. single time. Like, they're posted, like, where our elevator was to go to our room and then the restaurant that was upstairs, like, they're right in the middle. Yeah. So every morning we go to breakfast, we got to pass them. Every time we go back to the room, we got to pass them. Yeah. And it's like, yo, until we found a back way to get into the hotel, 
we was passing them or slipping through the casino trying to dodge them, they'd be having people staked out like, hey, how you doing? You get your free gifts? You know, we already been through. Well, we can get you more stuff. It's like, no. Exactly. Leave me the hell yeah, alone. I'm done with y'all for the week. Yeah. And you know what? They ruined it for other people because on the strip, it was, uh, we got hit up by somebody else was, uh, they was trying to pay us 150 in cash each to do a survey. Now, you know what I'm saying? Somebody talking about 150 bucks in cash, you like, hmm. But shit, after giving four hours already, it's a, tr- it's a wrap. Like, yeah. I can't do nothing for you, exactly. boss. Like, I, every, everything is no now. Right. Like, <laughs> she said, dude said an hour and a half, it turns into four hours. In the middle of the day. Middle of the day. <laughs> the kick the vacay off. But the only saving grace is it was things that we already had planned on doing. Yeah. So it was like, all right, well, shit, fuck yeah. it. We'll give so, you four hours for these tickets yeah. and, and, these, and these coupons. Yeah, man. What else did the fam do, man? Man, so we, um, once we got in there, it was funny because um, Camille and Carmen, my oldest two, they had, you know, they had they what they wanted to do planned out. They was iPad on the way there looking up stuff. And it was nice to see, like, them just for a second doing something other than music leads and watching, you know, Minecraft videos and whatever else they do. So they was planning out something they wanted to do. So we we went to they had this like um go kart putt putt mm-hmm. the whole shebang down there. Went out there, let them crash some go karts with <laughs> they almost Karen almost drove backwards trying to she literally did like a three sixty turn and like they were pretty fast and they weren't, you know, like skilled enough at the steering wheel yet. <laughs> so that was hilarious to watch. Um I got in trouble because um, one of the, <laughs> one of the, uh, we played putt putt mm-hmm. and where I putted the ball, like, I couldn't stand, like there was like a little hill. So I'm trying to stand there. I slip, bro. I fall into this little like pond <laughs> of water. Right. So now I'm in there like, well, I'm in it now. So I'm, I'm splashing around being silly, throwing water on that. I hear on the loudspeakers, sir, get out of the, <laughs> get out of the pond, please. I'm like, oh shit, my bad. Ain't nobody was watching. We on the 13th hole. I thought, right. I, was, I thought I was secluded for a second. Big brother's always watching. Always watching. So we did a little stuff like that. My mom, and she was real, um, planned out some dinners for us because they've been there 20, 30 times. So we went to like a Paula Dean restaurant. Went to this one spot. I forget what it was called. It's like a fish spot. Man, man, it was like a like $16, and you could pick like catfish, chicken, you know, sides, whatever, and it's endless. Mm. So you eating, and it's like, I want some more catfish. So we we over here politicking like, Mom, you order the catfish. Yeah, everybody gets. I get the chicken. You get the mash and gravy. And we just brought all at home pretty much. So we had, you know, dinner at, you know, we had like a lunch there. So we had dinner off the off the leftover game. So this stuff like that. Um, we really went up to, we spent a whole day in uh, the Smoky Mountains and went over to North Carolina side. Okay. Over to like the Indian Reserves over there. And uh, we went and did some shopping over there. It was nice that my kids, my, my mom was joking with them, talking about, I'm sure you got an Indian cousin over here somewhere. <laughs> so they like, I want to meet my Indian cousin. They like, they were ready to get out. So we walked around the little town there, bought some souvenirs. You know, I, I'm big on like, uh, if I go to a state that I ain't been to, like I need that magnet, gotta or have I need it. that keychain for the something. So we got the you know the t-shirts for the kids. The little bring homes and all that, and uh, just spent a day really on the mountain. We did a thing called Ober Gatlinburg. It's, it's the lift, okay, and it takes you up a mountainside. <laughs> get you, you're sitting in like this thirty forty thing, and it's like swinging on these ropes, kind of. Yeah, it was it was one of the things. It's like, man, if this happens, we all wiped off. <laughs> the whole Stanford clan is through. So, but they had uh, great views of the Smoky Mountains. They actually have like. Some of the chalets there and like the cabins, they have like a replica of like the 1970 Barbie house, like okay. to the T. And uh, we got to see a nice view of that going up. And in that Ober Gatlinburg area, they have like ice skating, they have like where you can see the bears, like just little things you can do. So we spent a day doing that, you know, checking all that out. But that, that that's what I that's what I love the most, man, because it was driving up the mountains. You know, you just constantly going up, and all of a sudden it's like, oh. My DraftKings ain't working. <laughs> I, I ain't getting no more alerts. I'm like, oh. I grabbed the phone. I grabbed hers. 
We power them off and put them in the armrest and then touch them till you know ten o'clock. So we spend a whole day off the grid. Yeah, off the grid, not checking nothing. And then what made that crazy for me is that was like our second to last day there. When I get back from that, I had like three or four emails about gigs, and hey. they all came at once. And, and usually, you know, you might get an inquiry every couple of weeks, or you know, not I'm not getting them like you know daily mm-hmm. but i had all these inquiries and i'm like damn what's going on so it was like wedding here somebody asked me to do central state homecoming so i booked that i'm doing that in october oh. so it was like i came back and i'm like oh i've been missing work you know like you got that thing like hope i ain't missed this opportunity for this gig because that was like seven hours ago they might have reached out to somebody else so it was all that but man i really like it's almost like the proud dad the proud man moment to like man look I ain't been I ain't been working at the VA since May. I've been a full time DJ since May. Starting school on Tuesday. I'm excited about that. But it's like I've been able to sur- survive off this DJing thing that I love, and it's been able to keep my lights on, keep the rent paid, got to rent a car for the week, got the hotel for the. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm able to live mm-hmm. off of this, and it was like I just kind of sat back, like all them times I'm rolling up cords and hauling speakers. It's like. You know, I'm putting a little work in, but really, at the end of the day, I'm making money doing something pretty dope. Yeah, absolutely. I feel the exact same way. Uh, We went lots of walking, as you know, in Vegas, and uh, we did some shopping. Oh, yeah. Lots of shopping. I saw that. You got to talk about that that store, player. Now, anybody knows me, (laughs) I am. I'm a supreme sneakerhead. I love sneakers, man. It don't matter. I'm not loyal to any brand. Adidas, Nike, Jordan brand, Puma, it don't matter. If the shoe is dope, the shoe is dope. I will rock it. So if y'all listening, holla at your boy. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, Urban Necessities is a consignment shop, much like Stadium Goods, uh, Flight Club. Okay. So basically what people do, or they do, is they'll have their employees go to the uh, Nike stores or Foot Lockers and buy up Space Jam Jordans, buy as many as they can, and then they bring them to their consignment shop, and then they sell them at a higher buy value. So if the Jordan uh, costs 200 in the store, they're charging 400 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or if it's a super limited shoe like a Yeezy that normally retails for 250 they selling it for 1000 and people is buying it. <laughs> so also what people can do, um, you can take your shoes there, they can give you a price value on it. They can put it up, up for sale. When somebody buys it, you get your cut of the shoe. They get their cut, and everybody walks away happy. You know right. what I'm saying? So That might know, be the business for you in the future. Man, listen. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a three-pronged system. You know what I'm saying? The the customer, which is normally myself. Right. <laughs> I try to find said sneaker. If it's for a reasonable price, I will cop. It doesn't matter. And they're a pretty reputable um, they're big on IG. People really know about them. So it was like when uh I found out they had a shop out there, I was like, oh, well, I got to go. Yeah. I got to see what it's all about, man. man I'm probably not going to cop anything. But, right, but just to know, be around. Just, it. To, just to check it out, see certain shoes I've never seen in person, touch them, feel them, yeah. smell them. <laughs> right. be, in the, be in the presence of some sneakers that I really want and uh, the shoes that I was I planned on buying if they had them was um, some Jordan 1 Storm Blues cause they had them but I didn't buy them when they were online one cause they weren't my size but like they were reasonably priced they were only about 50 bucks more than the retail so I was like oh shit I'll pay 50 bucks more than the retail if they got them but they right. didn't end up having them but the crazy thing about the store is it's located, uh, it's not on the Strip, it's off the Strip, it's at the Boulevard Mall. Everybody that listens to this podcast that been to Vegas, like, I've never heard of the Boulevard Mall. Right. Neither have I yeah. <laughs> until I went out there. It's much like uh, how the Salem Mall was as before it died. Yeah. It's uh, really nothing there. There's uh, no anchor stores. There's basically uh, Champs, Foot Locker, uh, Payless and Journeys and Urban Necessities yeah. and like uh, like the popcorn and the pretzel <laughs> store. So basically, there's nothing fucking there. Right. All right, we went over there, but the crazy part about it is, I've never really been an Uber person because I mean, I live in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. There's really no purpose to Uber like that unless I'm going out to really get get it in, right? Which is rarity. So we take we take the Uber there. 
So I'm like, oh man, Uber pool. Why is Uber pool less than Uber blah, blah, blah? Oh, uh, shoot. Four bucks less. We're going to take the Uber pool over there. Get there. Go check it out. Take my pictures. Talk to the people there. Chop it up with them. Telling me like how the whole business works and whatever. And, you know, our, their website gets updated whenever they get new shoes in. So constantly check the website. Appreciate me coming through. You know what I'm saying? If I see something, don't hesitate. Try it on. Just ask us or whatever. Real cool people out there. So, you know what I'm saying? Wifey sees that I'm super happy that I've been there. I'm all giddy and geeky. Like, about a half hour, back. Yeah. You walk around for a minute. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. She she a sneakerhead, too. So yeah. she was out there like, oh, shit, these ain't that bad. Like, That's not that bad price. But ultimately, we didn't cop anything. So we're leaving them all. We're like, all right, let's holler at this Uber. Get us back to the strip. Let's go get something to eat. Blah, 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 blah. Call the Uber. Dude, pull up. Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the omen number one. People hop out. And she was like, is that him? I was like, yo, whatever the hell his name was. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you guys. I was going to pick you guys up. Let's go. Let's go. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so we leave. We rolling, rolling, rolling. This dude runs a red light. This dude's out here whipping the whip. You know what I'm saying? This nigga had the fucking chair back so fucking far. My knees is crushed. I'm like, bruh. What the fuck is going no on? No seatback love? No, none at all. So we're probably about two minutes away from the hotel. We make a left and a right and we back. And he get an alert on his horn. Oh, shit. They're telling me to go pick those people that I dropped back off. Pick them back up. I was like, oh, yeah, but we right here. We good, right? Oh, you never rode Uber pool before? I'm like, no. What's Uber pool? I was like, it's like, well, see what they do is they take the pool driver so you share a ride with somebody. I was like, share a ride? It's like, well, it was two of them and it's two of us. Where are they going to sit? It's like, well, I have two more seats. I'm like, where? <laughs> <laughs> like, you have a front seat and we're back here. Right. Like, it's like, oh, in the middle. I was like, in the middle? <laughs> On the hump? It's like, yeah, that's how Uber Pool does it. I'm like, bruh. Yeah. So we bust a Yui <laughs> in the middle the of the hotel. in sight, huh? Right. Fucking there. I'm like, dude, you can drop us. Man, you ain't even got to take us to the gate. You can just drop us off at the back. We'll be good. Right. So, bust a Yui. So, he's trying to turn, make an illegal left hand turn into an entrance. It's like, what the fuck? And riding on a burn and shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo. So, we finally get in there, pick these people up that he just dropped off. So, they're from DC. And uh, they talking about him and his lady talking about going to the strip club and this, that, and the third. He's like, y'all want to join us? I'm like, yo, like, is these motherfuckers swingers? Right. I'm like, yo. <laughs> they tried so to grill you dude, in. <laughs> yeah, this guy is the worst driver, picked up some swingers, <laughs> and then dropped us off. And, uh, you know, you get the alert on your phone. How do you want to rate your Uber experience? Yeah. I'm like, so Shayla was like, I was like, you know, tipping. It's like, fuck, I ain't giving this nigga no fucking tip. Like, we, just, we could have been back at the hotel freaking 15, 20 minutes ago. Right. But, yeah, that was my Uber pool experience. Thanks for I, thanks for taking, taking one for the team, brother. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, needless to say, there will be no more Uber pool. Yeah, keep them $4, huh? Yeah, you, you keep that shit. You keep that. Let me get my own Uber. Right. And, uh, but the shit about it, dude had like 4.8 stars. So I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, we good. Nah, yeah. nigga. Maybe that, that's much as a Vegas thing. Like, bad driving is cool out there right. or something, man. So, yeah. That was that was a sight to behold, yeah. man. And I definitely, while I was on vacay, played some golf. Ah, me and me and the uncle went out. Um, it was Sevierville. I don't know how to say a town. Sevierville Golf Club. But I started a collection. They have like ball markers. Like when you're on the putting green, you're supposed to mark your ball to clear out space for the people that are putting. Mm-hmm. You know, the farthest one away from the holes, the one that's supposed to go. Blah blah blah. So I've been collecting these ball markers when I go different states to play golf. When I went to Vegas, me and my boy, I got some from those courses, Arizona, D.C., and now Tennessee. So I'm like, I'm starting to collect them and uh, grab a couple of those. So this is a funny golf story for those that care. <laughs> As we paying, I go, we about 30 minutes, 40 minutes early. I'm like, but I can hit a couple balls. I can go putt. So we're driving around. The dude was like, Oh, the course is wide open. Feel free to go whenever you're ready. So I'm looking at the scorecard. It shows like a map of the holes. And I'm like, man, almost every hole got water in some form or fashion 
mm-hmm. all around the hole. It was called the river course, so obviously uh-huh. it was water, and but it was some great views. So without warming up, we just go to the first tee. I'm like, man, I didn't even get a warm-up swing or nothing. So first first ball, middle of the lake, bloop. I'm like, oh, this is going to be terrible. So we get in about two or three holes in, and uh, I've lost like three or four golf balls at this point. <laughs> and I have bought some nice golf balls that I you know, wanted to try out. I'm like, I ain't about to give them all to damn Sevierville Golf Club. Right. So I started pulling out some old ones I had. Like, we're going to get warmed up with these, and then I might pull these back out. So we're playing. Man, we got so twisted up on this golf course. It was two courses, basically, in one area. Okay. So like some of the holes might might be close together. The car pass might cross, whatever. We ended up playing seven holes on one side. <laughs> Thought we was on the next hole. We were on the other course. Played three holes, realizing this ain't this can't be right. Cause my watch is my GPS watch telling me we're like 700 yards away from the pin, and I'm like, nah, I mean, this ain't the right hole. So it took us like five hours to play 18 holes, wow. which is pretty long. But due to the fact we was lost, <laughs> and then some of the holes they had in the terrain being in that area, it was just crazy. Like we rolled a cart, and I was like, literally, we we were both wore out. Time we got done walking up hills, right. having to hit shots and downhills, and He's over here. I'm over there. I'll meet you at the green. So you just walk in, little stuff like that. And I got to work out on that golf course. But definitely got some golf in while I was there. And um, back at the resort, got in trouble again. The the slides, you know, they they weren't just for kids, but they were kid-friendly. You know, you would land in three or four feet of water so they could stand up, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So everybody's outside during the day, but the bigger slides was inside. They had an indoor and an outdoor so I'm like, y'all want to go inside? It's pretty light in here. I can get the sauna. Yeah, wife can be watching. Da, da, da. So I'm back and forth with that. And the kids was like, Dad, you can go on the slide? I'm like, nah, I'm let y'all have it. <laughs> so they going and going and they dragging, grabbing my arms. Come on, you got to go down once. You got to at least go down once. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's vacay. I get up. I'm going up all these steps. And now I'm like, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it. So I look around. I just run and dive head first into it. I'm flying left, flying right. I'll get to that water. I skip like a rock. <laughs> like skip, skip, skip. Landed like halfway into the pool. The light, I come out the water right from my face. I try to see. Like I stand there like, you can't go down on your stomach, sir. I'm like, oh, my bad plan. <laughs> my bad. It's just us in here. <laughs> He's like, you can get hurt. I see people skip out of this. The pool, the land area wasn't like huge. Right. But people like that, that, that uh, slide has some, has some go. So, because the kids would just kind of just fall in, but you get 300 pound dad on there. I'm <laughs> skipping, falling through the water. So that was really fun though. Just to, just to disconnect and be on family vacay, man. I was not trying to come back here, but work had to be done because had another wedding last night, so yeah, man. Saturday, Saturday weddings and squeezing a vacay in the middle. So. You talk about the slide, man. We went on the high roller, the Ferris wheel. Yeah, something, I want to ask you about that because they had one in Gatlinburg. I planned on doing something. I was like, oh man, that looks dope. That looks fun. Da 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 da. We get on there after, you know what I'm saying? We do the magic show. So, you know what I'm saying? We had a good time at the magic show, had a drink, then head over to the Ferris wheel, which was free 99. <laughs> Appreciate it, Wyndham. <laughs> time resort. Right. Shouts out to y'all. So, we're going on there. And I'm looking. I'm like, hmm, pretty hot. So, we going. We get on there. Our pod ain't jumping, you know what I'm saying? There's more people just, you know, taking pictures. So, we over there clowning. Right. So, when we get about mm, a fourth of the way up, I start looking out the window like, oh, why is everything looking so small down right. And like literally, lock up, dog. Oh. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we get to the top, 480 feet in the air. Why is he taking selfies? Right. She's like, come on, let's take a picture. I'm like, I can't get up. She's like, what? It's like, I can't get up. It's like, quit playing, come on, so we can get a good picture. I was like, I can't get up. So I finally get up and take a picture, and then I take a couple pictures of her, and we take, like, a selfie or whatever. But uh, as I'm scrolling through the pictures and sending to our parents or everything like that, you can see the distinct difference in comfort. She's, like, (laughs) striking a pose and everything. I'm literally 
hanging onto the rails and you can see like <laughs> that my hands are like white and my fake ass smile like right. hurry up and take this picture <laughs> so i was shook you sound like my mom my mom was terrified because the plug gave us some tickets to the little mermaid uh-huh. and she don't like heights <laughs> Man, she's walking to her seat, leaning on the chairs. We was in the front row of the top balcony, uh-huh. leaning on the chair. Like, she got this heavy lean. Like, she don't want to go nowhere near that Ooh. rail. She is terrified of heights. Then she sits down. She's looking all pale, all lethargic. I'm like, yeah, right. She's like, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, we in the Schuster. Like, <laughs> you good. We Gucci. <laughs> yeah, man. But the vacay, man, was just something. Just, just, we, we all need it. You know what I mean? That, we all need those. It, and it doesn't even matter, like, in what form or fashion you're in. Like, if you, you know, you working 60 hours, you're DJing all summer, whatever the case may be, you know, the structure of a Monday through Friday that you got to deal with, and then the structure of a vacation where it's like, we can start the day at 9, mm-hmm. we start at 12, we can, whatever you want to get going, we can get going. Yeah. And those are, like, my mom, I was happy that they came, because for one, they got to spend some time with all my kids and like my baby. She's she always she's a little snot, so she's always been a little funny when they mom or dad holding her. She kind of fills you out for a second. Mm-hmm. It was nice for her to like crawl in there and wake them up. And you know we all stayed in the big suite. We had the kitchen, the full the full shebang. So we all got to spend time together. They got to come along, and you know how you know parents. They they miss those moments when, you know, moms are sharing stories with my kids about when we was going on vacays and just that whole family, you know, the family vacay stuff. And Gotta love it, man. Her, some of her cousins came. We ended up having, like, 25 people there that we nice. know from the fam. I was going to tell you about my cousin. They have a big Ferris wheel out in Gatlinburg like that. <laughs> and my, my lucky-ass cousin. Gotta love him. Before, so this is funny. Before we he left, his girlfriend stays in the vicinity of the casino, like Hubert Heights or somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. She wasn't ready. So he was like, well, I got it, you know, 45 minutes. Let me run in here real quick and put $20 oh. and see what happened. He runs into the dating casino, goes to his one slot he likes, puts a $20 bill in. Second spin, he got free spins. And they kept coming. Like he during the free spins, he kept getting more free spins. He got 140 free spins. Damn. Walked out with $700. Bruh. Right before you get on the road for vacay, I'm like, what the? So he done, make this up. He done upgraded to the honeymoon suite when he got there. <laughs> he up here on Gallenberg. Yeah, he on Gallenberg spilling himself because and he's like 24. So it's like this is his first like I'm taking my girl somewhere mm-hmm. trip. So he got a little extra money now. But they did the Ferris wheel. Halfway up, he said it stopped for 30 minutes. They were at the very top. 30 minutes. He said, I'm sitting there like, when is this thing going to go? Like, he's like, it's starting to rock and like the view ain't so fun no more. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was stuck on one for 30 minutes. He uh, was telling us that at dinner, like, because I, I was like, we might go ride the Ferris wheel. He was like, I don't know. I got stuck for 30 minutes. I was like, why you get stuck? He was like, somebody had some trouble getting out. They were like handicapped or something. The guy uh, said, so it took him a while to get out. And they had to bring the wheelchair over and lift over this lump and bump. And so it took them a second to get the person yeah. off. They would just happen to be the car at the top. Jeez. <laughs> uh, see, I would have had a panic attack, bro. For sure. Yeah. Definitely, man. But, man, you came back to work. <sighs> right back. So Get it right back. <laughs> this, this has been a long, lifelong friend of mine. Shout out to Chad Diggs. We grew up together. But we've also, over the last... I guess this would be my fifth one now, fifth or sixth one. I've been blessed to do some gigs for his fraternity. He's a, he's a Q. They have a New Year's gig I do every year, Q mm-hmm. Year's Eve. Um, they did some Cinco de Mayo stuff over the years I've done. So, like, I've been around them for about five, six years, kind of doing some of their bigger events that they hold. And um, But we also were childhood friends. We grew up, you know, playing basketball, third or fourth grade, and baseball teams, and his dad was my coach, all that stuff. So I um, we're driving back now. I met with them prior to, we went over some of the stuff, and they just wanted, you know, not necessarily over the top, but they just wanted, you know, their day was going to be a little different than everybody else's, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. Now, if I'd have had the time to spend the week doing X, Y, and Z and crossing T's and dotting I's, it might have been a little smoother last night, but it worked out perfect. It wasn't no hiccups. It was just stress on me. Like, damn, did they say they wanted this part of the song? Like, I had to remember certain things. Right. But um, we got together, went over some music. I left. 
So now I'm driving back, and they're having rehearsal on Friday. I'm driving back Friday. He calls me like, can you stop by rehearsal? I'm like, I'm outside of Cincinnati, brother, and this, it starts in an hour. I was like, I'll try to swing by if you need me to. Like, I need you to. This is going to be terrible. The church is wanting to do X, Y, and Z with this, and I need you there to help with the music. So I literally drive straight home, get the kids out the car, get all the luggage out, put it right in the living room, and got right back in the car Ooh. and went to this rehearsal, helped them get through the music. Didn't end up hanging out with the fellas. They was getting together one last hoorah hey. at uh, Brandon's house. So we uh, shot to Brandon McKinney. He'd been on the pot. Yes, sir. Um, we stopped over there. I stopped over there and hung out with them for a little bit. Had some fellowship with the fellas night before a wedding. Y'all can figure out what was going on. <laughs> um, but we was over there and uh, got up, you know, Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm struggling to wake up. It was I was over there till like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. So I, it's like nine ten. Fresh off the road. Fresh off the road. So it's like nine ten o'clock in the morning. I'm waking up and I'm just struggling. I'm like, I take a shower and just kind of stand here for a second, and get my blood flowing. So literally, yesterday was just a full day of getting to the storage unit, getting my stuff, going to set up for the rehearsal, then getting over to the ceremony to help with the music, then getting back to the reception before everybody else for cocktail. Like it was just a run hustle bustle day. But man, last night was it was probably. Probably one of my best weddings this year, as oh. far as the you know the, the 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 people that were there to party. They had probably a little over two hundred there, and he really he had a cigar vendor there. Had um, where was it at? Top of the market okay. downtown. So they had like a patio area. They had a cigar vendor. Um, you know, drinks was flowing, food was good. Party chef, shout out to party chef. He was over there laying out the spread for everybody, and. At about, you know, what he did with his reception was first two hours was like the reception. And then like the way he had it laid out was at seven o'clock, you know, we're we're, we're switching gears here, people. It's going to get dirty music and it's going to be a party. So grandma and stuff kind of knew 730. Yeah, they saying their goodbyes. And by about 830, we was <laughs> fucked the mother niggas like we was going in and uh, it was just. You know, all of the and his wife's a Delta. Okay. He's a Q. So they had that um love there. Mm-hmm. And and she had a lot of her sorority sisters there. He had a lot of his bros there. So like, you know, when that when that when that vibe comes yeah. together is they strolling through each other, the circles around and this, that, and the third. It was just a party, man. Lots so, of atomic dog, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So that that went down last night. Got done with that about eleven. Got home. Still haven't unpacked nothing yet because I just been it's been nonstop since I got back. So we still got a living room full of suitcases and girls have missed two days of school, so they started school <laughs> Monday. And we got to get them ready. They still on twelve thirty one o'clock Ooh, sleep, so they gonna, gonna have a struggle. My my middle child, she's she's so funny. I bought a <clears throat> frappuccino on vacay, and I was like a like a cold frappuccino. I'm drinking that. She's like, can I have a sip? And I'm like, you don't need no coffee. Like, I want a sip. So I'm giving her a sip. So now she's like, Dad, can you buy me a Frappuccino? And I'll just have little sips all week before I go to school so I can get my day started. I'm like, girl, shut up. (laughs) So she is is hounding me about this Frappuccino. So I might get her one just to make her feel good for the first day of school. (laughs) But you ain't drinking it because she'll be too wired. She already wired. Bouncing off the walls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, much like yourself, man. When I got back, I went straight to work. Well, not straight to work. Uh, I could have uh, shots out to everybody down there at Club Aces. Uh, the owner's lady, uh, Amy, she uh, had her birthday party, and her birthday parties are huge. Right. And, uh, you know, actually, that Friday marked one year between the radio station and Club Aces being partners, wow. doing business partners or whatever. So I, I really wanted to go for that reason, you know yeah. what I'm saying, show my appreciation for what – They've done with the station and me personally, you know what I'm saying? But, like, on our way back, we had a layover in Chicago, which turned into a four-hour layover in Chicago, Mm. which threw everything off. And then, mind you, we flew into Cincinnati. So we had that hour, 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 30-minute drive back. So it was after... After we found out our flight was going to be delayed like an hour, I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking going. I'm <laughs> fucking going home and chilling. But uh, I went I went to the uh, club last night. Worked, I use that word loosely. Right. Worked at the club <laughs> last night. I, and, I uh, got in the car and I'm like, 
I heard him. I heard uh, TJ. He was like, "I'm done here for the night. I'm gonna check in with kid." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Kid, I, I didn't know when you was getting back, and if you was working, I'm like, oh yeah, we work, baby." I'm like, "Is this gonna be? Let me see. Is this really gonna be kid?" And then yeah. I hear. I was like, oh, Kevin, work, he back. I'm working. When I'm here, but I, so I tell people all the time, man, like, work, especially for me, is like either I'm working to earn or I'm chilling and I'm losing. So if I'm yeah. if I'm here, I might as well be working. What's, what's the biggest, what's the difference between going back to work on a Saturday where I'm going to the club to hang out and roast and watch TV and clown exactly. versus going back to work on Monday where it's a, you know what I'm saying? I do my show and then I'm doing office work. You know what I'm saying? I'd much rather be doing that than yeah, that. So exactly. this, I think about it like I'm easing back into the work experience by going doing the clubs on Saturdays and Sundays. Then I can get back into the real grind of the everyday work week by doing my show. and so much to talk about, so it's going to be an easy show for me on Monday and Tuesday especially. And then, you know what I'm saying, the regular mundane stuff of office work. People think that I really don't do office work. Yeah. But I do <laughs> do office work. My homeboy Trent hit me with the, y'all don't know how you do them white weddings. And I'm like, you do them because they, the bag is great yeah. and you just got time to figure it out. Like yeah. like, you know, like you say, you're either working or you're not working. Yeah. And it's like, you, I've I've had so much success doing white weddings, playing country and Soft rock and all those, you know, uh, black eyed peas and mm. all that type of stuff. But doing those weddings, and I've always looked at it like being the black guy doing those weddings. Every song I play that they love, they look over like, damn, he played that too. And I'm like, yeah, that portfolio, exactly. So it's like, I'm looking at you like, I, I can do this too. And then yeah. next thing you know, I, you know, Auntie so and so want me to do their wedding. Last night, I'm, I'm playing music. I don't know what happened, but I had this real good slide group where everybody had, you know, they were doing a, you know, cameo, best man, electric slide <laughs> at the end type of type of vibe going on. But the song was blending well. Everybody kept the slide going for like 15 minutes. It was a long time. This guy walks over like, do you travel? I'm like, of course. He's like, I'm getting married next year in Fort Lauderdale. I'd love to have you. I'm like, sounds like a vacay to me. <laughs> so he he took a card and it was uh, really seemed to be like sincere about the about the whole thing and it's like that's what makes the Pee Wee Herman foil ball grow you know it's just <laughs> politicking getting that getting that networking going on and then opportunities come opportunities come and stay ready you ain't got to get ready that's my motto absolutely man uh, speaking of opportunities man I had the opportunity to be nominated yes clap that up. Hey, hey, nominated for Best On-Air Personality of the Year from the Ohio Hip Hop Awards. I want to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you to them, and definitely thank you to Dawn from Raise the Bar, because I know without her, yeah. I would not I wouldn't have got this nomination. Because I know she's very plugged into that organization. She doesn't work for them, per se, but right. she does a lot with the local music scene here, and I know for sure without her, I would not have got that opportunity exactly. to get nominated. So I want to say thank you to her first, and also thank you to the uh, Ohio Hip Hop Awards. It goes down in Cleveland. And not only myself was nominated, but the station, Hot 1029, where yeah. I work, uh, was nominated for uh, Station of the Year, which is super dope. And I believe it was like over 24 uh, people from Dayton, yeah. uh, be it musically, be it modeling, be it I saw DJ design. Homicide nominated. Yeah, shout out to Homicide. For award. So shout out to everybody from the city that got nominated for video work also. Yeah. So shout out to everybody that was nominated. Good luck. Absolutely. Hope everybody brings that prize back home. I want to go to one of those. I've, I've, you know, like when when the late great Mo was alive and I know going, he was a big part of that mm-hmm. with, with, with Don and all that. And I was like, they had a one year where it was like GTC. Oh nine, yeah, the big year. I was rapping with P about that yeah. on, on the book. I would, I would have loved to just go up there and just sit in the audience. You know what I'm saying? Just to experience it from outside of the Facebook and yeah. just just see the awards, see the red, just see how they do it. You know, I'm I, I, I'm trying to go up there. I might have to, I might have to go up there if you yeah. Uh, yeah. if you go. I'm considering it, yeah. man, because it would be. I, I did think about this. Well, wife brought it to my attention. Like, after I showed her, as my pr- wife is prone to do when good news happens, she tends to hit me. Yeah. I don't know why she does that. But 
Yeah, I showed her. I and she was like, girl like, shut that. up. <laughs> right in the arm. Like, why are you punching me? Yeah. Like, this is good news. But anyway, <laughs> as she's prone to do, she p- points out uh, things that I never think about. She's like, okay, so what do you? What if you win? What you going to say? It's like, because, I mean, it's in Cleveland, your hometown, but you basically built your career in Dayton. So what do you what do you do? I was like, wow, I didn't think about that. Anything's uh, possible, right? I was like, well, <laughs> I, I would obviously have to shout out Dayton probably first because this is the city that's paying me. Yeah, <laughs> this this is where is, I got nominated this, from. Yeah, this <laughs> is where I got nominated from. And then I would shout out my hometown. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Of course, because that's where I was born and bred. But you know, I, I actually had, I had, had, to had that on. daydream driving home when I, you know, throughout the week we was we was communicating. And I'm driving home like, like, like I would love to see Kid get that clap and that stand up and walk to the stage and have to like say something. <laughs> like I just want, I just want to be there, sitting there with the phone. Like, <laughs> what you gonna say, brother? I, I have no idea, man. You know, I, for for a setting like that, I, I would keep it extra, extra brief. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, look, man, look, appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> dating what up? Right. Y'all may not know because I mean, those, the people in, that came up in that era or coming up in this era right now, you know what I'm saying? I haven't, I don't know them in Cleveland, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I know my people that I came up with, so I would almost be not even not almost be, I would be representing Dayton more yeah. than, than Cleveland, but I am from Cleveland, I would put on, so it would, it would be something cool. But lots of other people are nominated that you know, my homie Jado from down in Cincinnati is nominated for several awards. Uh, shoot, my OG Eddie Bauer, who used to work here yeah. at Hot One Two Nine and the Wiz in Cincinnati, and Z One O Seven in Cleveland, who's now up in Toledo. He's getting a Lifetime Achievement Award Dope. for them. So, uh, honestly, I would I would go just for that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To see my OG win an award like that, it it would be super yeah. dope. And uh, you know, and it's just lots of people doing their thing, man. And it's 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 humbling to be up there with people like Don Juan for sure, who's mm-hmm. been grinding in Cincinnati for so long. He does work up in Columbus. Uh homegirl Micah Dixon, she does yeah. work in Columbus and in Cleveland. So it's lots of people that's definitely doing their thing. Obviously, DJ Steph Floss mm-hmm. is nominated for several awards. So it's just like, wow, like That's why I said that nomination is so I was telling the wife, I'm like to be nominated for something like this, people might try to play it like it's an Ohio thing because they've been doing it for a minute. But like to have your name on that, yeah. like people that's into this world, yeah. you know, they they're looking at that yeah. and, they're, and they're wanting to know who's. Let me see who Kev Nash is. Let me look up these people. I know yeah, when I go <laughs> when, I, when I go through the links and and see the nominees, and I'm like, oh man. So I might look a few of them up, see if I can find some clips. You know, like. That's just what the world we live in. It's like to be on that paper and being that nominee, who knows what could come from that. Like, that's huge. So Absolutely. Congrats and, uh, on that, brother. Appreciate it, man. So when I went on there and voted for myself. Oh, yeah. I voted too. <laughs> when I went on there and voted for myself, I did several things on there. I wrote in on, uh, had a nice little lengthy write-in ballot. I shouted out my homie, DJ Killer Kevin, the You Can't Make This Up podcast. Appreciate you, brother. A, a podcast. <laughs> shouted out the brother, DJ OPZ. Of course, shouted out the brother, DJ Tay. Like, these are other DJs that's definitely super dope. And also, shouted out my boy, DJ Jado, even though he's nominated for several awards, man. Yeah. He has a dope track right now, Tesla Music. It's super dope. You can get that on iTunes, by the way. Dope, dope. And, uh, so I, I had to push those those things that I'm strongly behind and uh, people that I strongly rock with. So it ain't just about me. I wanted, I see myself on there. So I immediately thought of you. It was like, man, you know what I'm saying? Somebody I see on a on a regular basis communicate with daily. Right. And we got a podcast. So that was like the first thing that came to my mind. Well, they need to have a podcast. Uh nomination on here yeah. too and uh what other podcast is it then you can't make this a podcast <laughs> that's how you end the pod brother hey, i like man <laughs> looky here man that's 70 episodes in the books we kept it like noah's tons of things going on in the community yeah. in the world you know what i'm saying but you know we fresh off vacation we wanted to we keep still it smiling light. right now we yeah man we ain't trying to dig into that on cloud nine yeah. man we're gonna be back to the everyday grind on Monday, and I'm sure something will happen with uh, y'all's president. He'll say something else stupid that we can definitely talk about next week, and we can get Absolutely. into all that other stuff that happened 
next time. But we definitely wanted to keep it light, keep a smile on our face on a Sunday super early. Yeah, man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna ask y'all for a little little prayer. I'm starting school this hey. week, so. Getting back into the books, not Ooh. not necessarily looking forward to it, but <laughs> the ultimate goal of getting me and the fam's life together and, and the things that we are chasing in love, like that's what's important to me. So as much as I ain't feeling like writing X, Y, and Z and listening to- What time to, is your first class? Man, I got Tuesday, Thursday, basically I got four classes, nine to three. So I'm, I'm like 9.50 to 3.15. So uh, Tuesday, Thursday classes- but I like this. I like how I did the schedule. You know, it was like that whole process going through that again. You know, like <laughs> picking out classes and trying to make sure it's like, well, I can get the girls on the bus, I can head to class, and I can give you home before they off the bus. So I'm not really missing them during the day, and we still can get some things done and do some stuff. And I still got Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the weekend to do homework and all those things. So yeah. like my my gigs and you know you might have a thursday monday trip somewhere you know like that's opportunities are still there i can still squeeze those in and still be in school full time so well good luck that. brother i'm Appreciate sure you're gonna you. knock it out the box don't even worry oh, yeah. about nothing man yeah i, I, know, I know who to call a week or two. <laughs> shots to the plug i know who to call when i need something hey absolutely <laughs> man man you can't make this up podcast don't forget to share us like us five stars on the uh itunes and everything like that we still on soundcloud while soundcloud still exists exactly <laughs> tell a friend bring a friend absolutely you can't make this up podcast kev nash dj killer kev we out peace